Are you feeling stuck, lost, tired, or uninspired? We've all been there, including myself. I'm Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that the best, unapologetic, and limitless version of yourself is yet to come. The Born Unbreakable podcast is here to inspire just that. With motivating guests from all different walks of life and around the world, their stories will empower you to unlock abundance and your unbreakable spirit. Do you need accountability? Reach out to me for a free consultation of how I can support you in reaching your maximum potential. This episode is brought to you by Korma Date Coffee, the healthy alternative to coffee. This delicious date coffee has the health benefits of giving you natural energy, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, and fiber. Best of all, Korma is caffeine-free. No jitters, no anxiety, and no afternoon crash. Go to KormaCafe.com, that's K-O-R-M-A-C-A-F-E.com, and enter discount code BORNUNBREAKABLE at checkout to get 10% off your order. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm so excited to have you with me today. If this is the first time you're here, thank you so much. And if you're back, thank you to you too. We're going to do something a little bit different today. We are 65 episodes in, and this is the first time that I am doing a solo podcast. I definitely want your feedback. If this is something that you enjoy, let me know. And if there are topics that you want me to address, drop me a line, des at bornunbreakable.com or send me a DM on Instagram and maybe I can make it happen. I thought it was critically important as we approach the end of February, there's about a week left in this month for me to share with you the top things that I suggest you focus on and accomplish within the next 30 days. So there's a couple of things that we're going to cover in this episode. Number one, we're going to spend some time on mindset. As you know, if you've tuned into me at any point in my previous podcast, Bliss Beyond Fear, or this current podcast, Born Unbreakable, you know that mindset is at the foundation of what I believe accelerates us into the best version of ourselves and creates a life of abundance, or at least it can. The second thing we're going to talk about is the top five tips that I just mentioned. What do you need to accomplish in my assessment in the next 30 days to accelerate your momentum for the rest of the year? Momentum is my word for 2022, so I'm particularly excited about that. It gets me fired up to think about the things that we can do to move quickly to get closer to where we want to be. The last thing I'm going to talk about is an exercise if you want to be an A-plus extra credit student that you can do to take this even further. So, Let's talk about mindset. And for those of you who are watching on YouTube, you'll get the pleasure of a couple of visuals here. So you don't have to just stare at me talking because that's probably not very enjoyable <laughs> for you. So let's talk about mindset. 
The first thing that I want to say about mindset is that these are the thoughts and beliefs that shape your habits, your decision-making pattern, how you look at the world, the attitude that you choose every day, okay? This influences your focus, focus being the interest or activities that get your attention on a regular basis, and your focus influences your goals, which are the future results that you commit to achieving, Okay, so that's the quick visual. If you're watching with me on video, pause, take a screenshot, refer to that. <laughs> There's a couple of things related to mindset, though, that I want to point out. Number one is intentionality. It's important for us to be intentional about what we want in our lives. Those of us who are intentional are deliberate about our goals. And we, every single day, every single week, every single month, have our eye on a prize. And that starts with language. How do you speak to yourself? How do you put yourself out there in the world? And what do you set boundaries around? What do you accept and not accept in your life? And the first recommendation that I have around your intentionality is to use language that serves you. When you have negative language and you say that you can't, I want you to catch yourself and say, how can I? When you limit yourself by the language that you use, you shut down all possibilities. By that slight shift of saying, how can I? You're putting yourself into a problem-solving space. And remember, there is a book that is called Who Not How. Go look it up on Google, on Amazon, and you can dig into this further. When you're asking the question, of how can I, it's not always about you being the person that solves the problem. It's about you being resourceful enough to find the person or persons that will help you to solve the problem. So if you have an attitude of can do, the likelihood of you accomplishing something is far greater. And there are some simple habits Things that I've done, things that I know other people have done related to intentionality and language that can be useful to you. I'll give you some examples. Number one, post-its. Use post-its to tell yourself important reminders about mindset. One of the post-its that I had in front of me for the longest time, you've probably heard me say this before if you've tuned in to me enough, is you are not responsible for other people's happiness. Because I'm an empath, because I'm a people pleaser, that is something that I've had to work on. Another example for me is something like, it is okay to say no and be unapologetic for it. I had the tendency to want to make people happy, and sometimes that meant putting myself at the bottom of the list. That's an intentional reminder to myself of how I want to behave and how I want to move in the world. Putting that on a post-it, helpful for me. The other thing that I've done 
What time is it? Am I going to have an alarm go off? Okay. I won't, <laughs> but I do set reminders. Okay. So I'll tell you exactly what my reminders are. They haven't changed much. This is probably something I should evaluate, but when I wake up in the morning, the alarm that goes off says I'm an influential mission-driven messenger and I inspire others. I wake up every day to that. At noon, I have an alarm that says the universe supports me. And at five o'clock, I have an alarm that says I am enough. Those are things that I personally need. I'm intentional about that. They help me throughout my day. They're small little things and they make a big difference. The other thing I've seen people do is there, there are apps or there are cards that have positive affirmations on them or even quotes. You can look that up too on Amazon. I'm totally making Jeff Bezos a lot of money today. He has an abundance of it, but... Um, he did a good thing. So go Jeff. Uh, you can <laughs> look up these, these inspirational cards. You can look up an app on your phone and that can be another way for you to get that good energy of things that will inspire you quotes, affirmations, and that's another great way to be intentional. So think about the language, think about the energy that you're creating. Okay. There's two more things I want to say about mindset, and then we'll move into my tips here. The second thing is about not having a victim mentality. I have suffered from this at different points in my life. I would go so far to say that you may have too. And if nothing else, you've probably had individuals around you that have suffered from this too. A victim mentality is when you say, this is happening to me. The world is just, it's doomsday. I don't know what it is. I always get the short end of the stick. It's, it's like a cloud is following you and bad things just happen. You know, good things happen for these people, but not for me. Stop that. Stop <laughs> talking to yourself like that. Stop thinking like that because guess what? If you think like that, that is exactly what's going to happen. You need to, to change to a victor mentality. Okay. I'll give you a quick example. And I know, and I fully recognize that this is easier said than done. It's easier to just live in the muck get the pint of ice cream, turn on Netflix, and sit there and binge for five hours. But we're not going to do that because you're listening to the freaking Born Unbreakable podcast, and that's not how we roll up in here, okay? <laughs> so there was a time, you may or may not know this, when I was 25 years old and I was going through a divorce. Not the highest point in my life. Okay. I will spare you all the details because this isn't, uh, you know, we're not on Oprah or Maury or some show, um, where we're going to just talk about all our feelings. I'm just using this as an example to highlight the different roads that I could have gone down. Okay. There was deceit, betrayal, infidelity, 
all of the things that you might see on a telenovela or a soap opera. Uh, and it's hard, right? You go through, whether you've been through a divorce, hopefully that hasn't happened to you. If it has, I, I, I totally understand. Or you might have been through a breakup. That might be a more common thing that you've experienced. It's freaking sucky. It sucks. Okay. When you are in the valley of despair, and there's darkness and you really can't see the light. You're way back up in that tunnel. The light is nowhere near uh, where you're at. You can choose to stay in there and crawl up in a ball. Okay. So at that time, I could have just been in a crisis, cried, stayed down, pouted, and just felt bad for myself. And I did for a minute. But we all have a choice because pain is something that is inevitable, that happens. But suffering is something that you can choose to stay in or not stay in. Okay, so there is a difference between pain and suffering. And I'm saying to you today to not stay suffering. If you're in a situation, okay, or coming off of a situation like what I'm describing that happened years ago. Get up. Okay, get up and think about what you need to do next and what it is that you learn from your circumstance. I learned a lot in that situation. First of all, I took responsibility for the things that I knew that I needed to do better. I wasn't perfect. There are a lot of things as a wife, as a human being that I could have done better. So I took ownership and accountability. Okay. Being a victor means that you take ownership and accountability for the part that you've played in a situation. We are not perfect and we will never be perfect. Every day is an opportunity for us to learn and get better. So that was part, part one of that step is what did I do? How can I improve? And how can I apply that forward? It wasn't about just blaming my ex-husband, although maybe there was some of that for a little while, but that wasn't productive. If we spend our time on non-productive things, we are not going to get results. I learned my lessons. I got up and I used it as an opportunity to say, who am I and who do I want to be? That is a key checkpoint that we have to do with ourselves sometimes when we're lost in the sauce. Who am I and who do I want to be? How do I close the gap? I needed to get right with myself. I needed to do some centering, figure out what it was that I wanted to spend my energy on and where I wanted to grow. And it was an opportunity for reinvention, okay, at that time. And I did just that. I, I moved. I looked at who I was surrounding myself with. I looked at the opportunities that were ahead of me that would allow me to, to grow in a number of different ways. And the short story is that after I moved, I just, going back to the first point that I mentioned, I was very intentional about what direction I wanted to go with my life. And I knew that there was so much left in the world for me to do, for me to be, and for me to impact. And that was my focus. So victor mentality is 
you looking forward and looking ahead, not focusing on the rearview mirror, not being mired in everything that went wrong, but focusing on what has gone right and what you can do to get even better results in the future. Okay. The last thing I'll say about mindset is action. The biggest thing that holds people back from doing the things that they want in life is inaction, is sitting there, ruminating, thinking about all the steps, coming back to the same topic, and being stuck. Thinking, where do I start? Where do I begin? And spending too much time on trying to be perfect than just taking a step. A step a day gets you closer to where you want to be. If you focus on perfection, you will never get started. Okay. Action is vital. When you have a goal in mind, take little steps every day to get closer to that goal. Okay. So Hopefully that kind of gives you a little bit of perspective on the kinds of things that influence my mindset and, and perhaps can help you or just re-jumpstart you or if you're in a funk right now to get into a better mindset. Life is happening for you, not to you. You are not a victim. So get up and stop crying <laughs> and put your ice cream pint down and let's, and let's get on with it. All right. Okay. So let's talk about my five tips to do over the course of the next 30 days. My tip number one is clear the clutter. What do I mean by that? Well, it's exactly how it sounds. You got to Marie Kondo your stuff. If you don't know who Marie Kondo is, look her up, okay? The art of being tidy and, and clean and things of that nature. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reference different, you know, books or people that have influenced me and, and you can go and research them if you want to dig in a little bit further. There's a few ways you can clear the clutter. One is your immediate space. What is the space that you spend the most time in all day? And how does that space look? Is it functional? Do you know where things are? Can you be productive? If you can't, change it. I have to work on this all the time. I'm one of those people who save things just in case I need them later. 90% of the time, I don't. So I end up having to, at the end of each month, shred a bunch of papers, organize my stuff. It is a little bit more of a process for me. Hopefully, it is not this much of a process for you. But if you're looking around and you've got stuff all over your desk, all over your space, it's going to feel chaotic. When things are easy to access, where they belong, you're able to get things done more efficiently and effectively you're going to be more productive. So look at your space, <coughs> excuse me, and, and focus on tidying it up. You know, there's resources uh, like Marie Kondo that will help you with that. 
um, there was one point where I did actually hire a personal organizer and I did that for my room, for my closet. My closet has never been a mess ever again. It's been years. Once I had somebody come in and help me figure out how to organize it, I could not ever go back to having a disastrous space with stuff everywhere. You know, it's an indication of how you operate in your life. So clear the clutter. I would start with your immediate workspace. And if you are very ambitious, which I'm hoping because you're listening to a self-development podcast that you are, take that methodology and apply it to the other places that you spend the most time. My, my second recommendation would be your bedroom. I'd start with where you work. I'd move on to your bedroom and then you can prioritize the other spaces that you're in. Okay. My second tip for you, evaluate your circle of influence. You've heard me say before, or maybe you're hearing me for the first time say, uh, the quote from Jim Rohn around, you are the average or you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. I have found this to be true and I coach people every single day and I see it in my clients every single day, who they surround themselves with influence their ability to succeed or not. There are some people who are in our lives that are not helping our cause. And when I say circle of influence and, and the five people, there's, there's, uh, an episode that I did on Bliss Beyond Fear, where we talk about the board of directors. But, you know, with, without going into all the detail on that, I'll just say, you know, ask yourself some key questions. Do you have somebody that challenges you in your life to think about the future and helps you to dream big? One of the things that debilitate us as we get older and get more experienced is that we diminish our dreams because we see how difficult sometimes it is to attain what we want. So we play small. I don't want you to play small. I want you to continue to dream big. But in order to do that, you have to have people around you that push you when you are telling yourself no, or a goal is too lofty. If you have somebody around you that is going to be the big dreamer and help you, then that's a good person of service in your life. Have somebody to gut check you. Everybody needs that brutally honest friend or person that tells you when you're bullshitting, okay, or when you are operating less than where you need to be and they call you out. You need those honest people that call you out. If you, everybody is just a yes person and agrees with you, you're not growing, you need tension, conflict, disagreement for you to formulate opinions and go further. It's uncomfortable, but discomfort is good. So have those people that challenge you. Have somebody that helps you to dream big. And have somebody that you aspire to be like because you see the accomplishments that they've had. Have people 
that you look up to because they've accomplished certain financial goals or business goals or life goals and use them not to follow exactly their formula. Because I believe that we're all unique individuals and we, we should follow our own paths. But there are examples where we don't have to repeat the same mistakes. Ask those questions. Don't be afraid to have those individuals in your life who are mentors. And this, this leads me to say, be humble. Be humble and be a student of life. If you act like you know everything, people don't want to be around somebody like that, or at least I don't. I don't want to be around somebody who thinks they're a know-it-all and has arrived and has dropped the mic and just gets to walk around like your shit doesn't stink, okay? So and maybe maybe you're okay with that. Now you're, now you're starting to understand more of, you know, the kinds of people I like to surround myself with and they're down to earth, humble, good, compassionate people that want to do good things in the world. Um, so evaluate your circle of influence. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't have somebody that you can call a mentor, regardless of whether you're paying this person or not, get one. You need, you need mentorship, coaching, somebody that can, can, can provide guidance and advisorship because it's, it's really going to help you again to skip all the things that uh, are rocky and bumpy that you, you, know, you don't need to deal with. Get those people in your life. If, if, you're, if you're like, well, does where... Where are these people? I, I, I'm not in these circles. Okay, well, start with what you're listening to. Are you, are you listening or reading books? Are you listening to podcasts that are, that are uh, helping you to, to grow? Start with that. It's very inexpensive to, to do that. Okay, this is a very cost-effective way for you to get influence very quickly and in a positive way. And then secondary to that, you can look at, you know, the people around you. And if you're at a place where you can hire, uh, you know, someone um, for mentorship, then, then that's a great thing. Or, or if you're in school or in the workplace, you can get that for free, very likely. There's people that are in your universe, in your orbit, that you're studying with or that you're working with that have experiences that you can learn from. So that's another great place that you can start. Okay, now let's talk about one of my favorite things. This is number three, make or update your budget. Let me tell you, if you don't know the money that's coming in, honey, and the money that's going out, today's the day that you're going to get started. It's not complicated. If you really, really want help, there's a super simple template that I use. I am happy to share it for absolutely free. Send me an email and I'll send it along to you. You probably have your own version of this that's more sophisticated. You know, use what you have. But this is my point. There's a lot of people that just walk every day in the world, spend willy-nilly, and have no idea if they even have the budget for the kinds of things that they're buying and then wonder why you can't do the bigger things that you want to do, like purchase a house, invest in a property, that sort of stuff. You have to know where you are. 
don't be afraid. Do not be afraid of looking at those numbers because it's the only way that you're going to figure out how to get closer to where you want to be. What are all your sources of income? What are all the bills that you need to pay? And then what's the difference? You focus first on the big ticket items, keeping a roof over your head, making sure your bills and utilities and things like that are paid for, okay? Secondary, you want to make sure that you're saving and investing And I know that's a whole nother podcast episode that we can talk about, but there's different ways that you can save and invest. So you're having your money work for you. Savings is, is, is a, you know, not the greatest way to have your money grow, but if you're investing in things like stocks in real estate, I get that there's crypto and NFTs and Bitcoin, and, you know, maybe you're a super sophisticated investor, but you do have to think about your investment strategy so that you can grow uh, your money. And then, all right, we haven't even gotten to that. You pay for what you need to, you save and invest. And then you have miscellaneous funds to go and enjoy your time. Recreation, right? your concerts, your movies, your food, your outings, whatever things that you like to do in your free time. I don't judge, but what I will comment on is if you don't have the funds to be doing that and you're putting yourself into more debt, you're not doing yourself a service. You're not doing yourself a service. Get that budget or get it updated and start setting some intention around your finances. That is vital. If you do this in the next 30 days, I guarantee you that you will have a better strategy around what you want things to look like financially by the end of 2022. Okay. That's number three. Number four, invest in yourself. So remember that miscellaneous money that I was talking about that hopefully you have a little bit of, or perhaps because you've been very intentional with your mindset and you've set aside some money. Invest in yourself. Think about what that looks like. And I'm not saying, oh, you have to go back to school or something really big and go, you know, spend $200,000 on an MBA or, uh, you know, another degree. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is there an opportunity for you to learn and grow and in an area of your life where you could invest in a course you can invest in a conference, something that doesn't take too much time and is a, is, is a smaller amount of money, but it pays dividends because it will continue to help you sustain the mindset that you need to make good, positive, healthy decisions. So for me, as an example, I always look forward to every year, the Summit of Greatness. I, I, I love Lewis Howes as an influencer. He's done a lot of great things in the self-development space. It's affordable. He's done virtual for the last uh, couple of years because of the pandemic. And he's going back to, uh, hopefully, this year, uh, I think for sure next year, um, in an in-person a conference that is uh, about three days long. So for me, that's a worthwhile investment. Uh, by the time you pay for the hotel, the actual event, the flight ticket, I don't know, it's probably comes in at under $2,000. 
way worth the investment to me. Maybe for you, that looks like something a little bit different. Maybe it's an online conference and, and make that a part of your budget. You know, maybe for you once a quarter, you have $500 that you're using that you're going to put into books or courses or things that are going to help better you, but be intentional about it. Maybe you have 500, maybe you have 5,000, you know, maybe you have a little bit bigger of a budget and you can splurge in this area, but be, make sure that you're setting yourself as the highest priority. You have to fill your cup up before you can go and serve and be in service of others. So focus on that investment in yourself. Okay, number five, and this is where it gets fun. I know we had to wait till all the way to number five just to have some fun, okay? Track your wins and your results. Celebrate your successes. Celebrate the small things, you know, Hey, you saved an extra $200. That's more than you did before. Celebrate that. You finished listening to an audiobook. Celebrate that. Your results, track them. Maybe your focus is on health and fitness. If you're trying to lose weight, track that. If you're trying to eat healthier, track what you're eating. If you're trying to save up for that house, for that car, for that next vacation, track that. You don't know where you want to be or, or where you're going if you don't look at where you start and track along the way how close you are in getting there because it'll determine what actions that you're taking. You know, there's, you don't have to be super sophisticated about this. You know, this could just be in a, in a, in a spreadsheet that you make. There's apps. There's, you know, if you look up habit uh, you know, trackers. Maybe you want to floss your teeth every day. I used an app for a while called Strides. You could set, you know, how much water intake, uh, things, all kinds of different things you could set goals for. And you could check off every day what you do. Maybe you are a paper person and you don't want to use technology. There's planners uh, that you can buy and you could check every single day that you're, you know, doing your journaling, doing your gratitude, doing your exercise, whatever it is that's important to you. If you track it, you will continue to incrementally improve. Okay. Darren Hardy, the compound effect. I recommend that book. Totally awesome in terms of helping us to understand that it just takes incremental compounding behavior for us to achieve exponential results. So that's another one that I would recommend. I think there's three probably that I've said uh, at this point. So now those are my five tips. Clear the clutter, evaluate your circle of influence, make or update your budget, invest in yourself, track your wins and results. And and let me know, okay? If you're like, Des, I don't agree with you. Uh, that's cool too. Let's have a dialogue about it. Uh, write in, let me know what's working for you, what's not working for you. I love learning. I learn from my clients every day. These are things that, you know, I've been in the consulting business for 17 years. I, I started coaching formally. 12 years ago. And so I, I've done, I've done this stuff for a while and I've, I've, I've worked with hundreds, hundreds of people to, to be able to see some pretty simple thematic 
things in our habits that can make or break our success. Okay, so those are my five tips. Lastly, this is the extra credit section (laughs) for those high achievers out there of what you can do. I've done this with a couple of my clients recently, and this may be very familiar to you, and it's called the Wheel of Life. Anyone that's gone to a Tony Robbins event, this will look familiar, or if you've done anything in the self-development space, this is something that's not new to you. So it may be your first time, it may be your fifth time, or your tenth time. It doesn't matter. This is something that is not static and needs to be refreshed at least to me, on an annual basis. So you have this wheel of life. Normally, it's something that has about eight slices. If you want six slices or you want 10 slices, it's like a pizza. Make it as small, as big as you want, all right? And you choose your categories. I've shared an example here. If you're watching on uh, on video on YouTube, uh, career, finance, personal growth, health, family, relationships, social life, attitude. Those are just examples. Maybe for you, you have some specific categories, like you want to put children or, you know, you want to put spirituality, uh, anything that you deem is an important area of your life. It's your chart. You put what you want. So that's the first step is you choose your categories of focus. The second thing is for you to rate your satisfaction level with each of those categories on a scale of one to 10. One being not satisfied, 10 being thriving. And be honest, don't lie to yourself. Don't be given those nines and tens when you know it's a six. It's okay. I do think it's healthy to share this with someone if that's not something you're prepared to do. Uh, you know, hang it on your wall, look at it for yourself. But I do find that you tend to be more accountable and more vulnerable uh, when you are sharing this kind of information. If, if it's with your partner, if it's with your friend, a parent, uh, any anything like that, a coworker, um, don't be afraid. But at least. Take the step to fill this out for yourself, put it up so you can, so you can see where you're at. When you rate yourself, you're going to start to see the areas of opportunity. Okay. So then the next thing is to assess those. What are those things that you rated lower than others? And that's a potential area that you can dig into further to come up with an action plan. And of course, that's the next step. Do you see a theme here? I'm a fan of action. I love it. I think we should all just wear a t-shirt that says take action. Um, okay, so then you, you, you identify those areas of opportunity and choose one or two goals. Make them tangible. Use the, you know, use the SMART goal formula uh, where you're, you know, you're, you're specific and, and you, you, put, you make them time-bound and measurable and attainable. Okay. All of those good things. Um, if you, if you want to, uh, look up the smart method, you can, you can pretty much Google everything. Okay. That is the beauty of the time that we're in is that within about five seconds, you can have a template or a tool right at your fingertips. So that's what I mean about having no excuses. There is no reason for you to be a victim when you can literally find everything that you need within seconds to, to accelerate a lot of areas in your life. So 
this is a great tool. It's fast. It's simple. It helps you to, to, to get honed in on things that you can do to improve. Um, I love it. And I love it for group settings. If you are somebody who um, is a supervisor or a leader in your organization and your team, this is a great exercise uh, for, for you to do goal setting and um, or even within your family, you know, ways that you can support each other. Um, we do this in my mastermind that I'm in uh, on an annual basis so we can check in on how we're doing on these things. But I love it. Really, really simple, really easy. Hopefully, this is something uh, you can you can do and give me your feedback on this. So it was a shorter episode today. Hopefully, these tips, these tools are useful for you. If again, if this is something that you like, uh, a solo episodes are not something that I do frequently. I, I, I really do enjoy having guests on the show, but uh, every now and then, hearing a little bit of my perspective uh, doesn't hurt either. So definitely give me your feedback. Let me know what you think. And uh, I'm excited. Okay, so I just I had just mentioned us getting to the end of February. And there is so much more in store for the rest of the year. There's still 10 months to go. And I have amazing guests amazing guests. I, I am just incredibly blessed. You know, the last two guests, uh, Rachel Branke, Alan Lazaros, if you haven't listened to those episodes, you have to tune in. We're talking about young, fiery, seven-figure earner entrepreneurs that will just light you up and get you going. That's the kind of, you know, people that I have on my show. And, and more importantly, they're real individuals with stories that you can relate to. And, and that's what I'm so passionate about sharing. Uh, there's a lot of exciting things that I'm working on personally. So I, I look forward to sharing that throughout the year. But just tune in the next episode after today's episode comes out on Saturday. I've been doing two episodes a week. I've doubled production ever since October of 2021. That's how awesome it has been with people who have just expertise and stories to share. So I'm very blessed for that. And uh, tune into the next amazing episode. I'm so grateful that you're here. I this this platform and this podcast has become something that is more than I ever thought it could. Uh, it, it is literally like being in school for me. I, I, if I had to choose, you know, I was on a, on a podcast the other day called the rise with Anita Vita. Go ahead and look her up. She's pretty awesome. She is a medical chi qigong professional. And she asked me before we started recording, cause she had the different titles, um, you know, consultant coach, what, you know, whatever different, different things, um, and she said, is there anything else that you want me to share? And I'm like, no, because nobody, I don't know that anybody really cares about all of those titles, but if I had to really choose a title, a title for myself, it would be lifelong student. I am a lifelong student. I believe that if you're here listening to this podcast, there's something in you that, that 
makes you a lifelong student too. Uh, that is the community that I like to live in. That is the essence that I like to live in. I don't profess to know everything. I always have something to learn. And uh, that's that's the beauty of being in the self-development space is that you're, you're learning and growing right along uh, other like-minded people. Um, so with that, remember that you are your only limit. Take action today. And I'm so excited for you to keep tuning in. So don't miss out. Subscribe, share, rate and review. I'll see you next time.